0: It's been right around uh, three years since we've uh, completed the renovation uh, of of the church. It's hard to believe it's already been uh, three years. But obviously, one of the main goals of the renovation was to to rotate the the church so we could enter and exit through uh, the gathering place. But another big thing we wanted to do for the renovation was to add a permanent baptismal font We thought it was important with the church named St. John the Baptist to have a permanent uh, baptismal font. Uh, Previous to this, actually when I got here, the font that we were using, I think had been bought at Walmart in 1993 as a a flower vase, and then we switched it to buy another one on wheels from a different church for about five years. We thought it was really important to have something that was very significant uh, as well as kind of symbolize the importance of baptism. As we started to kind of work on how to incorporate that into the renovation, we had to look at both theological and practical uh, realities. One of the theological things we wanted to make sure was that it symbolized, you know, uh, kind of the eighth day. Uh, It's kind of the old way of baptismal fonts. If you go to Jerusalem, uh, the Holy Land, or even Rome, you're going to see a lot of times it's it's an octagon because it represents, you know, that eighth day, the coming uh, of Christ again and stuff like that. We also want to make sure that it was uh, big enough... For having baptisms by immersion. And it was nice this past Easter vigil uh, to have a couple adults who wanted to receive the sacrament of baptism, and it was an immersion baptism. People think, Father, it must be cold in there. Well, no, no, no. We made sure we installed a heater as well. People say, What type of heater? It's a hot tub heater. That's what type of heater <laughs> it is. But it's not a hot tub, right? And, uh, but it was very, very peaceful for uh, the two uh, catechumens now, obviously, newly baptized. Another thing we want to make sure is the baptismal font was placed kind of near the back of the church, the entrance of the church, you could actually say. And the reason for that is because baptism is the entrance into, of course, we you know, becoming a Christian. Let's say you go to uh, uh, churches in, in Rome or in any place in Europe. A lot of times the baptismal font is actually found in the bell tower. The reason why is because uh, before you could enter into a church, you'd have to be baptized. Even little infants could not come into a church until they were baptized. So it signifies kind of that entrance into the church. Now a practical reality we want to make sure of as well was that it wasn't used as a swimming pool for little kids. And that's why it's a little bit higher up than maybe, you know, other baptismal fonts that you may have seen. But when I've been to different churches, I've seen a lot of churches have to put signs on the baptismal font that say, please do not let your kids play in the holy water. And I didn't think that would be appropriate for us. So it's a little higher up, and you have to be kind of, you know, a certain, certain age. People put your hand in the water and, and to, to dip your hand in the water and make the sign of the cross. Now, kids, of course, always want to do uh, what their parents are, are doing. And so the kids always, if you look closely at the visible font, they're always trying to climb up there and dip their hands in there, everything like that. But sometimes they still can't do that. And in those cases, of course, we have the parents help them out. Other times, kids look for other opportunities to try to dip their hands in holy water or something like that as well. Actually, this last week, a, a parishioner came and said, Father, I've got to tell you a story. She said, I was at Mass a couple weeks ago, and we went downstairs to the gathering place uh, bathroom, and sure enough, you know, as we were finishing, I was washing my hands. I looked, and my son wasn't next to me, so I went and tried to find him in the bathroom, and next thing I know, he's in the handicapped stall, and I see him place his hand in the toilet, and make the sign of the cross. And I thought, this kid wants to emulate their parents. And I also thought, please tell me that it was flushed. And the answer was yes, it was good to go, right? So sure enough, the, the mom washed the hands kids over and over again. But just imagine this little kid, all they want to do is kind of make that sign of the cross like their parents uh, do. But of course we know, That there's a difference between water in a toilet bowl or a sink or water even at home or water from a, a, you know, a a Culligan water fountain compared to what we do when we come here. So what we do when we come and dip our hand in the baptismal font is we're blessing ourselves with holy water. This water that that has been blessed and this water that calls to mind, once again, our baptism into Christ. Even St. John the Baptist says this is going to happen. You know, for the Jewish people, as they're going out to the desert to be, to be baptized, it's weird, desert and baptism with water, but they found a source of water. It was to kind of wash themselves and purify themselves of any sort of, of sin, but it was more of a symbolic thing. St. John the Baptist says this, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And of course, you know, when we are baptized into the Catholic faith, when I baptized into any Christian faith, if it's a proper formula, it's what? I baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So we're baptized into this trinity, in this communion with God. And baptism is not just a symbol. It's not just something to check off the list like, okay, we got our child baptized, grandma and grandpa are happy. That's not what baptism is about. Baptism actually is the most important day of your life. It's more important than the day that you were born. It's more important than the day you got married. It's more important than the day that you get ordained. Baptism is the most important day of your life because now when you are baptized, there's an indelible mark that happens in your soul that you are now claimed truly as a Christian, that Christ will be your ruler, Christ will be your savior, Christ will be your everything. Your soul changes On the day of your baptism, you're claimed as God's children with whom he is well pleased. You know, the Catechism of the Catholic Church has a beautiful section on the sacrament of baptism. I encourage you to to, to read it. I encourage you always to read the Catechism of the Catholic Church. But I want to read three paragraphs from the Catechism. It's actually the last part of the section on baptism. And it speaks more about this indelible mark and what happens when we are baptized. Incorporated into Christ by baptism, the person baptized is configured to Christ. Baptism seals the indelible spiritual mark. Another word for that is character. So, baptism seals a Christian in the indelible spiritual character of their belonging to Christ. No sin can erase this mark, even if sin prevents baptism from bearing the fruits of salvation. Given once for all baptism, cannot be repeated. Incorporated into the church by baptism, the faithful have received the sacramental character that consecrates them for Christian religious worship. The baptismal seal enables and commits Christians to serve God by vital participation in the holy liturgy of the church and to exercise their baptismal priesthood by the witness of holy lives and practical charity. The Holy Spirit has marked us with the seal of the Lord for the day of redemption. Baptism, indeed, is the seal of eternal life. The faithful Christian who has kept the seal until the end, remaining faithful to the demands of his baptism, will be able to depart this life marked with the sign of faith. With his baptismal faith, an expectation of the blessed vision of God, the consumption of faith, and the hope of the resurrection. Once again, baptism marks us with this indelible mark, this spiritual seal of God, that he has claimed us as his own, and we belong to him. Baptism opens up the gates to eternal life, no longer separating us from God, but now being truly his daughters and his sons. Every single time that we come inside this church, when we make the sign of the cross with the holy water, calls to mind our baptism, and that we truly are God's children. His children whom he created in his image and his likeness. His children whom he wants to help along the way. Knowing that we are baptized, we too can call out to God and say, God, I need your help. Father, I need your help. I need you because I am tempted. I am giving in to whatever may happen. Or there's struggles in my life. Or there's pandemics going on. But I know that you are near. And that you care for me. And all we have to do is call to mind that we truly are his children. And that he will continue to protect us, to lead us, to guide us, and to save us because we truly are his children, baptized into him by the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and that we too will hopefully be able to hear the words that Jesus heard as well. You are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased.